0: Welcome to Finding the Others, with me, Brian Penny, and my co-host, Neil is so I do a bit of work around this um, at a corporate level, actually. It's one of the modules in my course. It's like finding your purpose, your true yes. north, you know? And it's like, there's, there's a couple of great ways of this. Like, um, w- one of the big things is and we even touch on this in a separately, is your values well, 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 what's important mm. to you mm. and when I think of my I have many values and I, I, I I, reflect on my values often but three of my core values are my energy yeah, my relationships and my health mentally and physical they are three of my core values and I will take actions and make decisions based on them core mm. values they are very meaningful to yeah. me and they define my why they define my purpose yes. of why I do yeah, what yeah. I do and that is really 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 critical um, thing to think about so we need to know that. But then how do we get to the the the, to the essence of that? Yeah. And sometimes it's are thinking about, right, like, why? That's a Socratic yes. thinking method. Why, why, why? Kids, yes. you got to get a five-year-old kid. Yeah. Why is this? Yeah. Why is that? Why is this? Why is that? And you might say, right, I like Christmas. Love Christmas. Why do you like Christmas? i say I get to give gifts, you go to Panto, mm-hmm. all these different things. Well, why do you like that? Well, it's fun. It's, you get to drink and you spend time with people. Why do you like spending time with people? Oh, well, relationships are really important to me. I like being around people. I like having fun. Why are relationships important to you? Well, I love connecting with my family. If Christmas yes. is about family. I love being around my family and all. And you're really getting to the why and the meaning yes. of what it is actually about. And there's always, if you keep on going down the levels, you get to that, there's something visceral, there's something more at its essence, at the, yeah. the, the real deep human stuff that's there. So yeah. that Socratic
1: multiple why thinking can be really powerful. And do you think that's something we should be examining all the time? I do. But again, it's not easy. Yeah, <laughs> And we
0: we're saying make it easy and it's quite difficult. And for someone like myself who's obsessed with this stuff, I find this stuff bloody hard. And it's like I get into a vibe of it every now and then. I start thinking about this. Could be a conversation with yourself yeah. like this. And I say, I need to start thinking about that stuff again. and. I think I think your values are a real um they're they're, they're the key to who, to who yeah. you are to find out who you are and, uh, other other values more like boldness is a core value of mine I often do and I often love taking risks and putting myself out there mm. and this is why, to come back to your question, we need to reflect on this over time because yeah. that's not always going to be a core mm-hmm. value of mine. I can even feel it changing now. It was yeah. like, it gave me a buzz for a while, but I don't get yeah. the buzz I used to get of reaching yeah. out to these people, CEOs and all, and learning. The ways. I'm at a different pa- uh, a different pa- pa- part of the journey now, yeah. and it's, it's, I can feel a little bit of a shift. So you do need to be continually reflecting on this stuff. But not overly solid, it doesn't have to be this big deep dive. I like doing a dive at at New Year's, around New Year's, a a journal and dive, a deep dive of a little bit of a review of the year, where I'm at, what I'm thinking, because again, what gets measured gets managed and it's not all about these numerical metrics. Like it can be just what gets measured get managed, put it on a page. Where are we at? What are you thinking about? What did the year look like? What do you want next year to look
1: like? And that process is so important, isn't it? I know a lot of people journal, and yeah, you know, before that, the Victorians were obsessed with di- yeah. writing diaries, you know. And that, as you said, kind of witnessing or observing what's happening uh, changes, yeah, yeah, you know, because you kind of it is an accountability, even in writing it down. Um, I try to write a few pages in the morning, just so anything that comes to come to mind, and it's amazing what comes out when you just kind of. And it doesn't have to be anything in particular. Just writing, 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 and slowly your thinking mind kind of slowing down, and all of a sudden the stuff comes out. And you're like, "Where did that come from?" But it's just the process of of just. I find it writing, right, actually writing, yeah, kind of more powerful than typing, yeah, you know, on on the laptop. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's more difficult to cognitively sort of to kind of make the the letters or whatever it is. But there's something that happens in that process as well. Yeah, definitely, and.
0: It's there's a few things in that so an experience I had so so for me what what bit my big learning with blogging as well it's clear like we, we're thinking about something right yeah but how deep do we go but mm-hmm. if we have to write about it and put it on a page we need to go to the next level of the thinking so I find clear thinking clear writing comes through clear mm-hmm. thinking you have to think clearly yeah. to be able to write so it pushes you to do that a little bit more and I think the emotions like our thinking and emotions are intrinsically linked yeah. and I remember I uh, after I'd done my memoir um, it was about a year after my memoir I said I've done any journaling and I need to get back into my journaling and I remember thinking, oh my God, I've been, my memoir is the Mount Everest of journaling. Oh and it always <laughs> brings me back to the impact that had on me on an emotional level. It changed my relationships all in a good way with every person in my family. Mm. So journaling now and now, granted, I was just going to do a memoir, but like it just really highlighted the power of journaling to me. It shifted me on an emotional level so much because I was forced to write, because I was forced to write, I was forced to think, because I was forced to think, I was forced to feel and that's just that's an example of what journaling can do and it can be anything just throwing it down on a page reviewing the year I I love just putting a question up the top of the page and just sort of answering let that be the trigger and the cue for Mm -hmm. what comes out
1: So how did you find the process of writing your, your memoir who it, it was it
0: was it was challenging in all different ways so let's say I, I blogged for a while yeah. and I got I, I I wrote academic articles and stuff like that for my PhD so I'd done a bit of writing but it didn't prepare me for the the the, the, the how big a big a deal you wrote, wrote a book as well like it's a big bloody deal and it's 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 so big like 70,000 words or whatever it is that it's you, you can't f- you can't have it in your memory you you can have an arc but you can't have it in your memory so when you're writing one thing does it connect to other things that's why you have other people helping you out with it as well which which was great having the editors to come in after the event after you wrote it but at the other level that we were talking about what I found was that because it was a memoir especially I had to go and talk to people and my family about what happened one big thing was I couldn't believe how much I forgot now granted I was a heroin addict for a long time so much of that was spent asleep let's say yeah. physically as well as metaphorically cool. <laughs> asleep um, so but how much of I had to fill in the gaps but I couldn't believe of how much I hurt other people mm. to the level I did and then I, I had conversations with my mom and my sister of the hurt that they had and the the experiences they had, like I remembered, my mom driving me to this place. But then, when chatting to her about it, she reminded me of what happened when I left there, and when she was sitting in the car park, bawling, crying, yeah. waiting for me. And it just hit at that emotional level, at the heart level, like that. that and that 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 was seriously um, impactful yeah. in many ways, but it really. Made us made us closer then as well.
1: Yeah, it's such a transformation then yeah. g- going through that process of of kind of talking to the people about the, the gaps that you, you weren't aware of.
0: Yeah, yeah. How, how did you find that the book writing process? Um.
1: So th- so for me, it was a, it's a very different kind of book. Yeah. Um, the book is called "The Blissful Breath" and it, and it's about how just a little, a few minutes of breathing every day can change us. You know, mm. and and it was when when I was approached to write the book. In a way, I knew immediately what I wanted to write about because I'd been teaching for years, and when I started teaching, I always presumed that why wouldn't people spend a few minutes breathing consciously every day? It has these amazing results, and it's easy and it's so yeah, simple, it's so simple. Like, why wouldn't it and I always thought that the the cold training would be the things that people struggle with, and I was totally wrong, totally wrong. so what I sa- saw over the years was that the cold training was something that people could do easily at the end of their hot shower or if they were feeling adventurous, going to the sea or, you know, dipping into the river or have a nice bath. And there was a sense of adventure and a sense of the minute you get in the cold, you, you, it changes how you feel. You know, and you get it and you change You know, it's just absolutely immediate. And what I realised over the years was there's such a resistance in us to doing something like breathing, you know, and part of that was um, a resistance to change, because you know, we do a little bit of breathing, we're changed afterwards. Part of it was that we're breathing all the time anyway. It's like, boring. like Yeah. yeah. It's it's like, br- why would more, they more bother breathe? to do yeah. it? You know? The opposite of adventure. The opposite of adventure. Yeah, yeah. So when the publisher came to me and said, would you like to write a book? I knew exactly that that was the problem I wanted to try and solve. Mm. I wanted to try and write a book <clears> that would people could just pick up. And in the reading of the book, the breathing was in the words. So they just had to read and breathe at the same time and I had this idea that I imagine I used to live in London and I wanted the person to be on the tube in London being able to read the book and breathe doing the exercises as they were on the tube it didn't like so they weren't self-conscious they could be anywhere and they could do it as an attempt just to try and get people from no breathing to just a little bit of breathing because I, I know and the science is there and the experience there I know that when they do it there's so much benefit to it. So when the when the, they approached me it was like right here's this glaring problem this is my attempt to try and kind of solve that problem. Um but I didn't really know much about the the publishing world mm-hmm. at all and and how long it takes to produ- from you know from the idea of the book until it arrives in the bookshop. Yeah. So they kind of gave me this ultimatum they said look you, you can either kind of wait a year and then write the book and it comes out another year or you can write it in the next six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I found <far laughs> one, that. that was bad. <laughs> now, the book isn't that. isn't 70, you know, it's 25,000 words, you know, but um, I like that kind of pressure. Yeah. You know, I like that kind of pressure, so I said, fuck it, look, I'll, I'll go for it. And, and like that, the, taking just the time to, to really think about how to try and explain this in a way that people could understand, I, I found that I really enjoyed that part of it, and um, and you know the publisher. So so I enjoyed writing the book, and and you know it's a learning experience. And and now the book has been out since March, and now people are coming back to me saying, look, they found it really useful. You know, which is when someone comes up to me and says, look, the book has has really helped me. I'm sure you're the same. You know, it's like for me, it's the job done. Yeah, you know, it's, it's amazing. It's, it, it, yeah. You know, it, and um, and the publishers, you know, for a person who can surrender a lot, there's still this kind of ambition in me, you know. So yeah. once I had the book written, I was thinking, okay, what's the next book about it? Mm. So I was going back to the publisher and I said, okay, look, whether or not you're with me or not, I'm going to try and write a book every year for the next 10 years, you know. <laughs> Doot, and they were probably thinking who <laughs> is this fella? This, the first book hadn't even got into the bookshops yet and he's coming back you know um, I was talking yeah. to Rola in the novel <laughs> I've only been on Sarah <laughs> Liddy because there a couple of weeks
0: ago I had this idea for a novel <laughs>
1: but, You
0: know it was just the the
1: the process uh, of been forcing myself to think about how to explain things in a way that people can understand yeah. that's what appeals to me about it oh. There's so much
0: that I want to ask. The, the biggest thing that jumped out at me there is, right, you said these words, I love that kind of pressure. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God, I was nearly jealous of you without your six week <laughs> deadline. I love that as well. And I was like you as well, let's do another book, let's do another book. And it's like, I wonder if that kind of personality trait is whats is what, let's say, leads us to be obsessed. I don't like using the word obsessed, but to be more... um influenced by these kinds of practices and is that something that we can start to try to bring to other people as well back to our thought experiment we had this thought experiment how do we make them obsessed how do we make them like that 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 loving the pressure of us because some people are just oh get me away from pressure they don't want to be pressurized in any way whatsoever it's it's interesting yeah
1: and i think part of that is maybe because it's the subject matter is so enjoyable to me like for most people breathing is like, What you know, but yeah. to me, I really enjoy it. And it goes back to the thought experiment. If the thing and you said it really well, if the thing that we're trying to practice, if we find it enjoyable, it's so much more easy to do it. You know, so whatever the practice is for somebody to try try and find an angle that's really pleasurable. Yeah. You know, even though it's a struggle. It should be a struggle. Yeah. But to find pleasure in the in the aftermath of the yeah. struggle or you know. And I think for me then the, the book is is in something I, that I really, if I had to write a book about accounting, for example, I have a great accountant, but it's not for me. You yeah. Know, that Give you would a be ten a 10 year struggle. deadline. Yeah. Not going not gonna <laughs> to happen. Gonna like, get like, yeah. Yeah. But that would be a real, it would be drudgery. It would yeah. be a war of attrition. I'd hate it. But because it's something that I enjoy, and maybe that's a real key for people is finding the kind of, they know this thing is good for them. You know, they don't really like it. But to try and find an angle that makes it enjoyable and pleasurable for some Yeah.
0: Somebody. Yeah, it's 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 interesting with the with the book thing as well. Like it's 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 an art form trying to deliver that message and getting that and having to think about that and trying to influence people yeah. to love the stuff you love and love the stuff that's so beneficial yeah. for you. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. I, I definitely I feel I've definitely t- like two more books in me. I'd love to do a novel based on my own life, but I can go really gung ho with the yes. stuff. So it's not all just yes. my life, like a memoir. It's a novel around that as well. And I love the art form of novels as well. It's very very different, and I would love to do a self help book on on the program I yes. developed as well but it's the it's, it's the art of writing is uh, something that's really really interesting mm. I, like I think I think skills we often talk like talk about kids learning geography yeah. learning history obviously they're important subjects but I think these baseline skills like how to be happy how to breathe, yeah. how to communicate but I think two things that sort of left off the table is like how to speak and communicate yeah. or how to communicate in the r- form of writing yeah. and the form of speaking yeah. they are two absolute key Crucial skills that yep. if you nail them, you can, you can, they, they underpin so many other aspects of our lives. Yeah.
1: And I think, I think people who can communicate with other people, especially in the next 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, have a huge advantage. And not, not that it's a competition, but have a huge advantage over people who can't. And mm-hmm. I see this in, um. So, like, it's nearly like a lost art form to be able to talk to somebody. Yeah. To pick up a phone and be able to have a conversation, because obviously messaging and through text or whatever is is very beneficial. But the idea of being able to talk to a human, for some people, is 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 nearly they don't they don't do, and they probably never talk to a human that they don't know. Yeah. And this form, of, I keep saying to the children, like, ring, ring the person. Yeah. Ring the person. And I keep I'm trying to encourage them to continue to be able to talk to people because it's an essential human skill. It's one that people are losing touch with. And it's so important. That communi- now, communication face-to-face is only one part of it. Mm-hmm. Being able to kind of get your ideas and put them into uh, written form is another part of it. But they're so important. Mm-hmm. I think they're they're being dismissed a little bit at the moment. But the person who can communicate then, you know, there's so much advantages to that. Because you can take what's in here in good and bad situations and you can help somebody else try to understand what's going on in here inside a little bit.
0: And I and I think like again, it's not a competition. Like it's a, there's always more than one point. You're not competing Absolutely. against other people, but your baseline to measure yourself against is other people that's just the way the world is and the way things are and the fact of the matter is for people especially young people out there right now that your competition for want of a better word are not practicing these skills so it just gives you such an upper hand going into the world whatever world you're going into in terms of the the working world you know
1: yeah and I think communicating with other humans can be hard yeah you know there's so much going on you're trying to read body language you're trying to get what's in here out and and, uh, but it is essential. Mm. It is essential kind of skill. And, and, uh, I remember in school when, you know, we didn't do them very often, but, you know, having to put a presentation together and stand up in front of the class was like my worst nightmare, you know, like you're describing in, in that very important talk you did earlier in the conversation, you know, your mouth goes dry you yeah. totally lose sense of what's going on it's horrible. <laughs> you know? and I remember those feelings yeah. I remember getting up and but and I suppose I didn't have these skills or any of the like all I had to do was ask my dad you know he's brilliant at that stuff but you know as a teenager you know not even thinking like that but to have uh, to have had some kind of coaching and support would have made that much more easy yeah mm. not easy but easier maybe easier yeah and uh, because eventually I think Whatever discipline a person's in, if, if, if they're getting better at that discipline, eventually communicating with other people becomes part of it. Being able to lead people, you have to be able to communicate with them or to be able to get your message across, you have to be able to communicate with them.
0: Yeah, and, and, and lead that's a, that's a big word. Like the world needs more leaders than it's ever needed, and I, I i think I think leadership is kind of changing. And I think I think the reason why being able to write and communicate verbally are so important because so many jobs like. Uh, 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 like there's obviously still lots of jobs out there but going gone to big companies but there's so many more jobs out there the way the internet has transformed the world like myself and yourself we yeah. have our own businesses we're nearly one man shows so there's obviously yeah. a couple of people behind the scenes but that's a new way forward yeah. and if you can go out there and you can talk you can write you can create content you can cre- create a website so you can get other people to do that you don't have to learn that tech stuff or yeah. even a clue about the tech stuff yeah. so but if you're able to communicate that way it's, a, it's another way of going in the world as well yeah. like it's so many opportunities
1: and I think, as you were saying there, the communication can also be videos and, you know, you can see yeah. some of the amazing things that people do on Instagram or TikTok or something like that. And to have that visual ability to communicate as well is, it's amazing. Yeah, you know, when somebody's really good at it and they have, they probably have the skills as well and they have the understanding of it, but they can convey something quite complicated really quickly. Yeah, you know, And that's, that's a skill.
0: It is. Can, can I, can I, can I change it? I was going to say yeah. a nice segue, right? Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. a nice segue, it's a complete opposite It is, right? <laughs> but for some reason, it's that they triggering me to think of that because we were having a conversation last time uh, about ancient wisdom. Yeah. And it's like the difference, we're talking about technology mm-hmm. and tech and TikTok and all these different things now and, and uh, the, the the social media. But the power of ancient wisdom, what, what, what has your biggest teachings be? in ancient
1: and ancient wisdom I think in in my journey through the cold and journey to letting go lots lot of the say so, so the older texts say the Bhagavad Gita or you know something like that Bhagavad Gita means the song of the soul uh, and I a, didn't know that yeah that so an ancient for anyone who hasn't read it an ancient kind of Indian text amazing the essence of nearly all of that is surrender in some way mm. surrender to and like God whatever you understand god to be but surrender to the to the will of the universe or surrender to what's happening or to so you know and a lot of those old texts are they're like maps they're maps into the internal world you know loads of cultures have spent thousands of years practicing things that would help them understand the geography of the mind and, and the emotions and lots of these ancient texts they're just plotting the way they're showing us exactly where to go. Now, the language might be a bit inaccessible, or the metaphors might be kind of old fashioned or that we don't understand. But there's so much out there that if a person is curious about where their meditation will, will take them or curious about words, it's, it's nearly all there. Yeah you know so what have you been what have you been reading It bring,
0: so, and just what you're saying there it's like I haven't been reading any ancient texts in recent times but what, what you're saying there as well all of these ancient teachings they always always bring us back to this one, to, to, to these singular messages
1: if you're interested in learning more about my work you'll find me at breathewith breathewithneal.com, dot com breathewithneil dot and breathewithneil on Instagram too
0: if you're interested in my work you can find me at bryan penny.com that's p e n n i e brianpenny.com and on instagram under brianpenny78
1: that's it epic talk to you later <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice and easy i love that